Blog Talk Radio. number one source for knowledge in the information age high frequency radio network Oh, 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 
feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that, I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line
Microphone check. High. Check frequency. I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, So L, and it is a pleasure to have you with us again for another episode. This is the Foundation, and we are High Frequency Radio Network, where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So as all as always, we are applying that correct information correctly here at the Foundation and High Frequency Radio Network. I want to begin as I always do by saying all thanks, honors, and praises due to the creator of the boundless universe and the ancestors. But without them, we would not be here. I want to give a big shout out, big up. Big respect, big salute to my big brother, the uncle of the conscious community. We know him by the name of Jesus L. Topic with Radio Network Creator, SPCUniversity.com. I mean, if you're looking to do your dance with the SPC, secure party creditor process, I mean, there's no other. Unto the world as uses L. High Frequency Radio Network. So make sure you check out the brother. And, you know, check out all his offerings. Show him some love. Show him some support. Some support. Man, I'm tongue flipping. As always, shout out to the brother. High Frequency Radio Network, SPCUniversity.com. I would like to welcome you to check out. Welcome to TheFoundation.com. Make sure you sign up for that email list for exclusive content, offers, and events. We got the PDF section. Free, grab and grow. Grab and go. Yeah, grab and grow. Grow your knowledge. There you go. You can check that out at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. We got the education section. We got Foundation Trust Primer. If you're new to this, you can, you know, be dealing with 9 and sovereign citizens and SPCs and you're confused. And you're like, what type, what type of trust is so talking about? Because I understand there's over 80 different types of trust. And everyone in the public, they try to confuse So, in that situation, you want to grab that trust primer over 18 documents hand-picked by yours truly. And it gives you a, a very focused comprehension of what type of trust we're dealing with here at the Foundation. Also, we got the Foundation Trust Series, Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, Visual, Audio, PowerPoint Presentations. From beginner, intermediate to advanced, trust, explanation, administration, Supreme Court citations, Black's Law Dictionary definitions. I don't play around. Those of you who 
know me, no, I don't deal in theory, we deal in fact. So if you're interested, make sure you check out that Foundation Trust series, part one, part two, part three. We also got the Foundation Passport Most Social, thanks to Brother Chris L. Came through, showed us how to obtain the passport with no social in part one and part two shows how to use it you can find that at the education section as well at welcome to the foundation.com you can also hit welcome to the foundation.com you can catch our social media pages instagram twitter facebook you know if you that's your dance they're gonna ban tiktok i think so we didn't do that dance Shout out to the millennials. Also, welcome to the foundation.com. You can book a consultation. If you like the work that we've done over the years, you can make a donation. All at the same spot. That's welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners. All the archive listeners, internet listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, live listeners, live callers. I mean, I saw I saw the foundation on like a podcast app I've never heard of. I don't even remember the name. You know, the foundation, I frequency radio network, it goes everywhere. So, however you're checking out the show, I definitely want to say peace to you. I also want to say peace to all the trustees and private trustee training here at the foundation, as well as any trustee investing in their education outside of the foundation or otherwise. I want to say peace to you. And I also want to say peace that these two all that have interacted in any way, shape, or form with the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. We appreciate y'all. You know, the emails, I know, you know, and then I get responded to, especially if there's not a direct question, but, you know, the, the, the positive energy, the, the appreciation that we get through, you know, the emails and through our online accounts, we really appreciated that though. So thank you very much. Also, we have the normalized campaign happening right now. We have exclusive limited edition. After this, they're gone. They'll, they won't be printed again. Uh, t-shirts. We're dropping the old jokers for ten dollars. For one, two, for 15, we got the normalized trust fund babies slogan. We have the normalized private estate slogan. And we have the normalized greatness slogan. And if you're interested in grabbing one of those t-shirts, supporting the foundation, supporting your boy, make sure you email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Also, we have the normalized campaign event. Locally, Atlanta, Georgia, May 13th, 2023. Next month, y'all. That month in about a week, we're going to be doing that dance in person. So if you know you were ever looking to- forward to, interested in meeting boy, so, sock, whatever you call me, this is cool. But it's so, S-O-T. Trying to see what the brother looked like, because, you know. Of all these years, brother don't put his <laughs> he'll put his face on the internet. But you know, in all actuality, it's already there. And you want to get 
more information on, you know, this trust administration that we talk about, these private finance strategies, setting up your private estate, business trust, tax-exempt, private family foundation, real money. The difference between currency and money. The untold history of the public educational system. We're going to wake you up. And it would be an honor to have you with us. May 13th, Atlanta, Georgia. It's, uh, what is it, a hotel? I can't remember the name. I'm sorry, I didn't write it down. But it's within distance of the airport. And there's shuttles to and from the hotel and the airport. Try to make it as convenient as possible. Looking forward to seeing y'all at in Atlanta on May 13th. I'm still trying to get a hold of Yusuf, see if he can do a special appearance. <laughs> I'm here by a special appearance. My name is <laughs> Yusuf L. That would be great. But, you know, I know the brother's busy. He's doing his grind. But, you know, y'all know I don't give up. I'm going to holler at the brother. We're going to get this dance dancing. Dance dancery. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I don't know if you can tell. Normalize greatness campaign event. Because that's what we're doing. We need to normalize this stuff. We need to normalize trust fund babies. It needs to be normal in our communities. We need to normalize private, private estates. It needs to be normal in our communities. We need to normalize greatness. We need to build each other up, support each other, quit hating on each other so much. Constructive criticism is cool. But, you know, we've been taught over generations to, you know, tear each other down. So, you know, that's one of the active functions of the foundation is to break break that up. You know, break it up, break it up. Nah, nah. Not nah, so we out here. So, looking forward to catching you there. We also got a giveaway. Three lucky winners will have the opportunity to come to the event. You will get um, complimentary admission to the event. You will receive... A t-shirt, limited edition, normalized campaign shirt of your choice. And one lucky winner is going to win a free session of trustee training. How do you do this? Uh, Yeah, I said it. A free session of trustee training. Period. I know I did it to him. He did it to him. I think, you know, that's an amazing dance. And this is what we're doing over here. So how how do you enter? Sign up for the email list. Follow our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook page, and subscribe to us on YouTube. If you can't find the YouTube page, just type in the Foundation So L. You'll find it. So, you know, follow, subscribe, whatever. Those four spots, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook for the Foundation. You got to make a post. You got to repost something. You got to do something. And it can't just be, hey. Or first, or anything like that. It's got to be something, you know, with substance. Because that's what we're talking about over here. We're talking about substance here at the foundation. So, you know, if you're just making posts or whatever, you know, but you got to make a post on each one. All four. You know, you post on a video on YouTube. You can post on a post on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, so on and so forth. Maybe just retweet a show on Twitter. Because, you know, we don't really talk too much on Twitter. But those are the rules. Three three winners. 
three winners <clears throat> will get free admission to the event May 13th in Atlanta and their choice of, you know, uh, whatever slogan they would like on the Normalized Campaign shirt. And one of those lucky winners is also going to receive free trusty training. I trust you're excited. I mean, this is a luxurious event. It's the Normalized Campaign. We're about to normalize a bunch of stuff here. And this is the movement. Remember this time. Because you'll, you'll see that, if you remember correctly, <clears throat> this is where it all started, baby. So, what we got here for you today, today on the foundation, surviving an IRS trust audit. I mean, come on. I can't believe I ain't spoken on this yet. <clears throat> Maybe it's because I'm hoarding information. I'm an information hoarder, and I don't like to teach anyone anything for free on the internet or anything like that. Because, you know, I'm just a mad hater. Mad hater. But that's not the case. So we're going to get into that. Surviving an IRS audit. Today, here on The Foundation. On High Frequency Radio Network. But first, microphone check, high check frequency. So we got through the event. We got through um, all of the, you know, introduction. Now we got to jump into the current events. Y'all know how we do. But we're going to jump into the surviving an IRS audit. You know, and, you know, we're going to do that dance. So let's jump into these current events. Player, CNN Business job openings shrank more than expected in February. In a positive sign for the Fed. Word? America isn't taken down. All of its help wanted signs just yet, but they are slowly starting to disappear. The number of available jobs in the United States dropped in February to 9.93 million, the lowest number since May 2021, according to data released Tuesday by that dare bureau of them laborers and them statisticians. That's a lower than the downwardly revised 10.56 million reported in January. Doesn't matter. Stock market bananas. 100% of bananas. Man, they dropping all this stuff. So, you know, if you listen to them, everything is all good. I don't think it's all good. I don't believe you. S&P 500 ends lower as recession fears take center stage. S&P 500 dip and the NASDAQ Ended sharply. That was today after a growing wave of weak economic data deepened worries that the Federal Reserve's rapid interest rate hikes might tip the U.S. economy into a recession. Oh, my goodness. Did they they just say recession? Man, they're dropping ads up in here. Out of house fire. Not at home, so I don't have my ad block on this network. I'm not used to all these advertisements. CNBC Fed risk an overshoot on rate hikes, increasing chances of deep recession. This is Diane Swank. Since when are they actually talking about recession? Remember when I was talking about recession a couple years ago? I was like, man, they're gonna do my blah. That doesn't mean I'm smart or anything. Nah, not at all. 
Reuters.com, Amazon plans to trim employee stock awards amid tough economy. Man, they lower they lowering stores after laying off a bunch of people. Amazon.com Incorporated said it would reduce employee stock awards as part of its compensation plan as the e-commerce giant navigates an uncertain economy. Oh, it's certain. It's definitely certain. Well, you know, we're not telling people that. Morgan's Jamie Diamond Warren's crisis will be felt for years to come. And this is this this is the CEO of JP Morgan Chase. The banking crisis triggered by the recent collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank is not over yet and will ripple through the economy for years to come. This is JP Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Diamond. He said this yesterday. Y'all see what happened to gold and silver? In his closely watched annual letter to shareholders, the chief executive of America's largest bank outlined the extensive damage the financial system meltdown had on all banks, large and small, and urged lawmakers to think carefully before responding with increased regulation. Quote, these failures were not good for banks of any size. End quote, wrote Diamond, responding to reports that large financial institutions benefited greatly from the collapse of SVB Bank. And Signature Bank as where customers sought safety by moving billions of dollars worth of money to big banks. Quote, any crisis that damages Americans' trust in their banks damages all banks, a fact that was known even before the crisis hit, he wrote. While it is true that this bank crisis benefited larger banks due to the inflow of deposits they received from smaller institutions, the notion that this meltdown was good for them in any way is absurd. Really? Let me ask you something. If you're a bank and a bunch of customers open up new accounts and make deposits, how is that not good? I'm just a lowly seeker of truth. Who knows? CNN business. Here's why beef is still pricey. They got to tell you. Here is why beef it's still pricey. I don't need beef, so I feel bad for y'all. A slowing economy may lead to a decline in sales of pricey beef cuts, but don't look for any bargains just yet. Market forces that have been building for a long time, including devastating droughts, will likely keep hamburger and steak prices steady and relatively expensive. In part, that's because there's less beef. A contraction in beef supplies, quote, has been coming for a while, end quote. This is David Anderson, a professor at Texas A&M University's Agricultural Economics Department who went on to say, quote, we're starting to see the effects that we knew were going to be coming for a couple of years. You mean pre-panorama? Is that what you mean pre-panorama? I think he means pre-panorama. Panorama Goria. My goodness. I mean... What is a brother to do? This is one of those things. What we got here? Business News Insider. I had to go to Business News Insider because Reuters was trying to charge a brother. I don't understand why these news agencies, they want to charge you, right? 
and then you read the news and it's bad news, bro. And you, now you're depressed and, you, and now you're broke. You're broke and depressed. Thanks, news. Markets climb as Silicon Valley Bank finally finds a buyer. First citizens agreed to buy most of Silicon Valley Bank at a discount on Sunday night, potentially clearing the way for the U.S. banking industry to steer clear of turmoil created by the collapse of the tech-focused lender. Look, it was one bank. (laughs) It was one bank. It was a bank that no one ever heard of. If you were some sort of tech insider, that had a little account or something. You might have had a little personal account. Or maybe your business had funding from the bank. Either way, it was one bank, y'all. Literally one bank. Borders.com fuels from Russian oil gets backdoor entry into Europe via India. And this is this is this is a big deal. Um record high imports of crude oil from Russia in fiscal 2022-2023 helped India's refiners boost export exports of diesel and jet fuel to Europe as a continent. Am I choppy? Oh, let me fix this. Hopefully that's better. You know, Blog Talk be hating on the brother. Hating on the brother. All right, so back to it. Working high imports of crude oil from Russia. In fiscal year 2022-2023, helped India's refiners boost exports of diesel and jet fuel to Europe. As the continent shunned Russian products. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, listen. Look, we're going to send it to India. Let them refine it. You buy it from them. Because you don't like us, right? You better get that her. You better get some of their all. Access to cheap Russian crude has boosted output and profits at Indian refineries, enabling them to export refined products competitively to Europe and take a bigger market share. Pretty much all batteries. What happened was, um, I think it was a week ago, Saudi Arabia officially, 100% officially, destroyed the petrol dollar. They announced that they would be accepting payments outside of U.S. dollars for gold. Oops. I don't know if y'all know about Bretton Woods. Do some research because that's all bad. Also, they applied for the BRICS nations. Nope. No, they didn't. They, they applied for the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. You should look it up. The, the dollar hegemony was basically standing on the fact that in order to buy oil on a global stage, every sovereign nation had to exchange its currency into dollars to purchase the oil. That is over. You can look at the time of that announcement 
when they said that they would accept other currencies for oil, look at the time, and then look at the time when these banks starting to collapse. I don't know. I could be tripping, 100% tripping, but at the same time, gold scales one-year peak as slowdown worries mount. CNBC, they're going to say, oh, it's the economy. No, it's not. So here's what's going to happen. As this progresses, Sovereign nations are going to sell their treasury bonds. I'm pretty sure, in my opinion, uh, treasury bond yields are the reason, the main reason, that the Federal Reserve has been raising interest rates to keep the yields high so sovereign nations wouldn't sell them. doesn't matter. Sovereign nations are going to to begin selling treasury bonds and then not buying more. When this happens, and further progresses, we're going to see crazy inflation because those dollars that were all over the world and other economies being accepted, they're all going to come back here. And if you have a higher supply of currency, that will directly correlate to a higher price in commodities and services. You have more dollars chasing the same goods and services. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's going to be like Beirut up in here. <clears throat> And I'm seeing that with precious metals. Safe Haven Gold touched its highest in one year today, as recent U.S. economic data fanned fears of a slowdown and spurred bets the Federal Reserve may ease up on hiking. Gold paced, I'm sorry, gold raced past the key $2,000 level on Tuesday after a sharp drop. Excuse me, in U.S. job openings in February adding on to gains from earlier this week after an OPEC-led spike in oil triggered worries of another higher run in inflation. Gold could sustain gains above $2,000 as economic worries grow. Analysts said UBS forecasts gold prices to surpass their all-time high and reach $2,200 by the end of March 2024. Listen, y'all, quit playing with your life and your wealth and buy silver and gold because we're going to reach a point and that I believe is going to be pretty soon next couple of years where you're going to be priced out. You're not going to be able to afford it the way you did now and a few years ago and stuff. And you're going to kick yourself in the mouth and the butt in the mouth and the butt because you're going to remember, oh, man, Soap said, quit playing with my life and my finances, and I just brushed it off and went and got some church's chicken. We're going to be priced out of precious metals in the same way most of Americans are priced out of homes. It's not a good, it's not a good dance. Quote, the downbeat economic data we got yesterday put a little – Risk aversion back into the marketplace, and that's beneficial for safe haven gold. This is Jim Wyckoff, senior analyst at Kitco Metals. Traders now see a 60% chance of U.S. rate hikes pausing in May, brightening the outlook for zero-yield gold and its status as the preferred inflation hedge. Y'all listening? And you do it now before we run out of jobs because Reuters.com, Walmart, aims for 65% of its stores to be automated. 
by 2026. And you wonder why, hey, man, why they doing all these self-checkouts? Because y'all just G'd for it. Everybody G'd for self-checkouts. You know, I'm that weirdo that stands at the aisle and waits for someone to come and regularly check me out, and they look at me funny, and I don't care. It's all good. Walmart said yesterday it expects about 65% of its stores to be serviced by automation by the end of the fiscal year 2026, just days after revealing plans to lay off more than 2,000 people at facilities that fulfill online orders. Uh, all that scanning and stuff, and you know, all this other stuff, you're just, you're just building the database for the robots. And you're like, man, I'll just deliver stuff. You know, I ain't got to work at Walmart. I can just deliver stuff. Nope. CNBC Zipline unveils P2 delivery drones that dock and recharge autonomously. Logistics startup Zipline has flown more than 38 million miles with its autonomous electric delivery drones since the company was founded in 2014. Zipline put its first fleet in work to work, I'm sorry, in Rwanda delivering blood and other health <clears throat> excuse me, supplies to clinics and hospitals. Since then, the Silicon Valley startup has expanded its service in six other countries with limited delivery service and distribution centers in three states. Today, Zipline showed off its next-generation aircraft, aircraft, which it hopes will make rapid aerial deliveries and everyday convenience for customers throughout the United States, even in densely populated areas. Zipline's new drone, dubbed the Platform 2 or P2Zip, it's capable of carrying up to eight pounds worth of cargo within the 10-mile radius, man. It can land a package on a space as small as a table or doorstep. Quote, the reason that number is important is that when you look at e-commerce in the U.S., a vast majority of packages weigh five pounds or less. The P2Zip can travel 10 miles in 10 minutes and the company can make a delivery approximately seven times faster than any typical service you may order from today. They're talking about humans. Rapid deliveries by drone may put an end to porch pirates. <clears throat> oh, don't worry about losing your jobs. They won't steal your packages no more. Preferring to set the packages left on doorsteps while the customer is away from home, while Zipline's original drone, P1Zip, features a fixed wing or glider-like design, the P2 employs both lift and cruise propellers and a fixed wing. These help it maneuver precisely and quietly, even in rainy or windy weather. To deliver cargo to a customer's door, the P2Zip hovers around 300 feet above ground level and dispatches a kind of mini aircraft and container called the droid. The droid descends on a long, thin tether, and maneuvers quietly into place with fan-like thrusters before setting down a package for retrieval. Yo, check this out. I mean, this is kind of cool, but it's also horrifying. And that's it for current events, y'all. So let's jump into the show. We're going right in it. Surviving an IRS audit. You know what I mean? What happened? I don't know. You found some guru on the internet. With the promise of no no taxes or something of that nature. You know, maybe you got a trust set up, maybe you don't. Maybe who knows what it is. Might be a partnership. I don't know. But nonetheless, you're administering trust, maybe even administering the private estate. There comes a time for all 
trust administrators who don't follow specific rules that it all goes bad. Specifically, an IRS audit or some sort of allegation. So we're going to talk about surviving an IRS trust audit today. And let's go, let's go. So what is the essential principles with regards to surviving an IRS audit? Well, first and foremost, you have to have a complete, distinct, separate entity. Trust. Like, it it can't be an alter ego. Uh, You can't have a trust, but then you're transferring trust funds to your personal account. It has to be a complete separate entity. It has to have its own email address minimum. got to have its own phone number, preferably. It's going to have an address. It's going to have an EIN. It's going to have a checking account, minimum. Email address, phone number, address, checking account, minimum. Minimum requirements. If you do not have those four things, I don't know what to tell you. You should probably, you know, handle that. These are minimum requirements. There is no such thing as a structure that does not have an address. Every corporation has an address. Every corporation has a phone number. Every corporation has an email. Every corporation has its own checking account. Same thing with the trust. Exact same thing. These are things that lend themselves to substantiating a distinct, separate entity. Please write that down. Distinct, separate entity. Very important. You also have to know what an alter ego is. Disregarded entity. Those are no-nos. But what I've found a lot, you know, in teaching trust administration for over seven years is that most trustees in training want to hear the positive news. They want to hear all of the good things that can be done with private contractual trust administration. They do not want to investigate the bad things. And this, to me, is a mistake. It's a huge mistake. Most people look for Supreme Court cases that lend themselves positively to what they're doing. They do not look for cases that lend themselves negatively. That's bad. When you research the negative aspects or negative effects or potentialities with administering trust, you learn what not to do. You learn from others' mistakes. It's it's important to me to be guided by reason versus experience versus nature, so on and so forth. So it's important to not only research positive aspects, it's also important to research negative aspects. 
It dispels fear, first and foremost. And a lot of people deal with fear with this stuff. People have have problems with, with faith. Faith in your own intelligence. Did you you just read that, right? Article one, section ten, no state shall pass any law impairing the obligation of contract. You you read that. Don't believe it. And I get that. I get that. But you have to take into consideration positive and negative because that's the entire circle. So, you know, own email address, own phone number, own address, own checking account. These are the first, in my opinion, in my opinion, I'm not giving legal advice. I don't give tax advice. I'm not a lawyer. This is not to be construed as legal advice or tax advice. Quit playing with me. But in my opinion, my personal opinion, those four things are of high, high importance. Just to start off, because, you know, the inception stuff, essentially, and we're not, I'm not necessarily talking about the execution of the trust indenture. I'm talking about the inception of the business, the inception of the, of the, of the beginnings of, what's, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for, y'all? Come on. Someone text me. Uh, the beginnings of administration, startup, trust, whatever. You should, you should really rest on those four things. I don't care if the email is a Gmail. I don't care if the phone number is a Google Voice or Voice over Internet protocol number. VoIP. I don't care. It, it doesn't matter. As long as it is distinct and separate from your phone number. The email, don't care. Gmail, what's the, what's the old one? The old schools, they rock. Yahoo, Yahoo emails. Outlook emails, <clears throat> doesn't matter. Proton, doesn't matter. A, a separate email address from you. Its own checking account, trust checking account. Not just another account that you opened up as an individual personal account, but you just use it for trust business. Don't do that. You're going to make a mistake. And it doesn't look distinctly separate. Now, through administration and specific administration, we will be able to navigate these waters properly. So we got those four base things. Email, phone number, check-in account, Address. Some people will say, so, what do you mean an address? Can I use my home address? You can. You can. Happens all the time. Absolutely. But if you're using a home address, I suggest that the trust pay you for use of the portion of your home that it utilizes. Like an at-home business, home business, home-based business. I don't care if it's $20, 
the room with a file cabinet, 20 bucks. I don't care what it is. Especially if it's a business trust. Family trust, not so much. Especially if it's a business trust. Asset trust, not so much. Business trust. I don't want you to think that you got to go out and get a a P.O. box. You got to go out and get some sort of office or something like of that nature. It's not, that's not what I'm saying. And, you know, you got the four things, checking account, phone number, email address, and you got the address. Three out of four ain't bad. So, you know, if you have to use your home address, use your home address. It's, It's, you know, it's not a problem. So you got those four things out the way. Now, what's next? When we're looking to survive an IRS audit, I'm going to tell you right now. In my, from my perspective, it is absolutely simple. And I, 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 you've probably heard me say this before. Whatever will get you fired or written up at your job will get you in trouble in administering a trust. Whatever that will get you fired or written up at your jobby job will get you in trouble with regards to trust administration. Hands down. No joke. No joke. Think about it. It makes sense. So, I mean, we've, we've all had jobs. And I, I would go so far as to say we've all been fired at least once. You've seen people get fired. Make the connection. Because the, your job, your employer, is a distinct separate entity from you, the individual, or the living, breathing, whatever. I'm not trying to, you know, assume your status. You are not the corporation. You are not the employer. The employer is not you. What the employer possesses and what belongs to the corporation does not belong to you. And any rules or SOP, standard operating procedure, um, you know, internal policies that are breached will at the very least get you warned or talked to. Do it again. You're probably going to get written up. Get written up again. You're going to talk to HR. Say to go go home for a week. Don't worry about it. And then next thing you know, you get an email from HR saying you'll, you'll no longer have a job. If you can connect actions that get you in trouble at work, man, you're already, you're already off to the races when it comes to trust administration. People think that this is some sort of rocket science or something. It's not. What it does is it takes work. And when I mean work, time and thought. And it requires, you know, quite a bit of time and thought at first. But eventually it gets easy. It's like everything else. How long did it take you to learn how to drive? How hard was it to drive home today? Hopefully you follow what I'm saying. Anything that would get you written up or fired from a public employer, watch out now. I want to make a point. I'm going to digress just a little bit. The issue with the IRS is the use and transacting in Federal Reserve notes. And I'm, I'm sure you know that, right? 
So, you know, some people, oh, you know, I got to pay taxes. Well, you know, the trust is private. We don't have to file a return. Look, I don't care if your trust is private. You got a 9-8 number. You went, to, you went to, to Taiwan to get the documents. You flew back. Came back with some Taiwanese gold or something. I don't care. doesn't matter. If the trust transacts in Federal Reserve notes, that is a minimum contact with the United States, and the use of the Federal Reserve notes requires at the very minimum that a return be filed at the end of the year. And people say, so, so, you know, I went to this accountant, and, you know, you don't tell us what accountant to go to because you're mean. No. Whatever, man. I went to this accountant, and they wouldn't do the trust return. I don't want to do. I'm feeling bad. I want to give up. You're probably one of the people, you know, calling the training, but you're at the grocery store, you're driving in the car, you're talking to people and stuff. You're not really paying attention. You you treat training on Sundays as like the show on Wednesdays. That's not the case. The difference between training and the show, you pay for training. Show's free. Training in the show, there's archives of the show. And the archives of the training. And unless you take the time to sit your butt down for an hour out of the entire week to join the training and pay attention, you're probably not going to survive an IRS audit. Your, your, your vernacular, the words that you're using, the way that you're speaking, you're not confident. You're just trying to effectuate a certain result but you're not willing to put into actual work to be competent. And the actual requisite knowledge and procedure required to survive an IRS trust audit. And that's, that's, that's sad to me. That's, you know, Hey, dang. Player. We are of the microwave generation, media gratification. I mean, Amazon's got overnight shipping. They got same-day stuff. I made an order at 11. I swear the delivery showed up at 3 o'clock. You get instant access to your Netflix account. As soon as you pay for something, you get it. And that has really been a detriment because now we have this unrealistic expectation that things should be coming fast, things should come easy. And when we're challenged, especially mentally, we shrink. We shrink back. Or we simply look to do what we did in school, you know, what is necessary or, you know, the minimum to get what we want. You will not survive an IRS trust audit doing that. Police. I call them the lower lease. People are like, what does that mean? I'm like, police, man, lower lease. I'm sorry, I have attention deficit dance. ADD, attention deficit dance. Now, <clears throat> surviving the IRS audit, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you honestly, I'm not charging for this. This is free. This is, you know, the, the, 
the, you could you see the charitable purpose within the foundation, right? Because here we go. Easiest way to survive audits, fam. Three things. Proposal, resolution, execution. Proposal, resolution, execution. Write it down. Proposal, resolution, execution. Let's say it one more time. Proposal, resolution, execution. When we are administering these trusts, these private contractual entities, what's happening is, is that due to the Constitution, Article 1, Section 10, which states in part, no state shall pass any law impairing the obligation of contract. It's, a, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful thing. The, the contract itself governs the entity, not state statute, not federal statute. The only governance comes under, you know, Federal Reserve notes, how the income is dispersed, how the income is taxed. That's it. There's no other governance. The contract governs through proper administration and substantiation. You will survive an IRS trust audit. The key to survival is the three things I just said, proposal, resolution, execution. In a lot of situations, you will possess the necessary requisite powers in the original trust indenture. And, of course, that's if you're in trustee training with the foundation. I don't know. If you're not, I don't know what your indenture looks like. I don't, I don't know. I've seen crazy indentures. I've seen madness in indentures. I saw an indenture where the guy who set the indenture up named himself as a um, uh, majority voting trustee. I'm reading this indenture, and I'm like, yo, who is this? I said the name. And the sister was like, oh, that's the guy that helped set, us, set up the trust. And I was like, did you read this? And she was like, yeah, I read it. I was like, it says that he is the majority voting trustee on your trust. And she said, what? Nuh-uh. She, he better not be, uh-uh. Like, you either didn't read it, or when you did read it, you was, you know, I don't know, you was, you, you know, doing a U-turn, or, you know, on the interstate or something. You couldn't pay attention. Because I saw it plain as day. It took me, what, less than four minutes to find that. So as I'm saying, like, I'm not speaking if, if, if you have been through trustee training here at the foundation, currently are in trustee training at the foundation, or plan to get into trustee training in the future here at the foundation. I'm talking to you. Or if you know, hands down, that your private contracting venture is bulletproof, I don't know how you would you know, particularly know that, but, you know, I trust in your judgment. But, you know, but if you, if you obtained trustee training here at the foundation, I'm, I, I'm 99% of the powers that you could probably think of are going to exist in the original contract indenture. If there's an issue, if there's a question, if you don't know, if, if you just have one Graham of hesitancy at all 
proposal, resolution, execution. In a proposal, y'all can write this down. I'm going to talk a little slower. In the proposal, you will propose the thing to be done and very simply and plainly you recite the necessary language in the original contract indenture that gives the board of trustees the power to do a thing it's in there trust me And then, in the proposal, propose what you want to do on behalf of the trust. Purchase a car, purchase a home, um, sign up for HBO. Doesn't matter. As long as the Board of Trustees determines that this is within the power of the board, given to it through the contract indenture and that this would be beneficial for the organization the proposal is presented to the board at a regular or special meeting and the board of trustees at a regular or special meeting resolves for that proposal to be approved and for the thing to be done within the resolution that will also include any special instructions for example if the trust does not have the necessary funds but the board of trustees has determined that the trust would benefit by owning a car specific instructions in the resolution can stipulate that if the trust does not possess the necessary funds to acquire the car said trustee and put the name may acquire the car using their credit and the trust will be responsible for all charges, maintenance, fees, insurance, payments of said trust property. Upon completion of the payments, the car is to be immediately titled in the name of the trust. And sign it and then go do it. What happens is, <clears throat> excuse me, the Internal Revenue Service are going to make allegations. The most common allegation, or the most two common allegations in order, is that they're 
the IRS is going to allege that the trust funds or the trust purchases were not authorized or illegitimate purchases are not true expenses. And they were for a self or individual purpose that the individual benefited and, you know, whatever, whatever, all you got to do is show them the proposal and show them the minute. If you don't have the, the minute, then you can't substantiate the transaction. A trust is audited. They go through every single transaction. And if you can't point to a certified notarial copy of the portion of the original contract indenture that authorizes that purchase, you better have a resolution of the Board of Trustees authorizing that purchase or that thing that was done. It's that simple. Don't co-mingle, don't self-deal. Execute the contract. Show cause for the things that are you're doing, the purchases that are being made on behalf of the trust through resolutions or by directly pointing to the authority within the original governing instrument. If you can do that for every single transaction, I probably would say that your state will not ever be audited. And if it is, you're going to have so little stress. You might have some adrenaline. There may be some excitement and there may be some fear, but if you do what I'm saying, contract makes the law. No state can impair the obligation of contract. If the trust indenture says it's an expense, then it is an expense. It doesn't matter what the Internal Revenue Service says. It doesn't matter what the United States says. It doesn't matter what the state of Florida says or the state of New Jersey. I mean, even, even you know, the state of California. Mayo, M-A-Y-O versus more T's, M-O-R-T-I-T-Z. The Supreme Court held that trust property cannot be held under attachment nor sold upon execution for trustees' personal debt. That's because the trustee's not co-mingling. The trustee's not self-dealing. The trustee's able to substantiate all the transactions, and the trust is a complete, legal, distinct, separate entity. The thing about an individual, you don't have to ask permission. You get to check and go do what you want. Unless maybe you're married. Then maybe you got to confer. But, you know, you technically don't have to do that because, you know, the transaction is still going to go through through your personal account. There's no oversight for the individual. And the lack of oversight allows for Heavy taxation. Heavy. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Heavy. Heavy taxation. It is not going to happen. If you do not self-heal, if you do not 
co-mingle. Contract makes the law. Oh, what we got? Harwood versus Tracy. The creator of a trust may mold it and give it any shape he or she chooses, and he or the trustees upon such terms as they may choose to impose. These are Supreme Court cases, by the way. Edwards versus the commissioner, the Internal Revenue Service commissioner. The court said dignity of contract cannot be set aside because of tax benefit results, either by design or accident. Uh, A trust is not illegal if formed for the express purpose of avoiding taxation. This is weak versus siblings. In Silverthorne Lumber Company versus the United States, the court said the trustees of a trust have all the power necessary to carry out their obligations, which they assume, and their books and records are not subject to review or subpoena. That's power. I mean, and, you know, it, it amazes me. It, it absolutely amazes me. Trustees get in training, and they just, you know, get lackadaisical and stuff. You expect to, to wield such power? Without putting in work, without, you know, entering in some sort of private training or mentorship, without properly substantiated transactions, you think you can self-deal and co-mingle? That's not how it works. With power comes great responsibility. What is the responsibility? You have to learn how to administer your private estate, yours, yours, handle your business, take care, get your house in order. Or not, you know. I'm just talking about surviving an IRS trust audit. It's simple. It's very simple to me. I'll say it again. Trust have its own email address, have its own phone number. Have an address, have a checking account. Proposal, board meeting, accepting, reviewing, and accepting the proposal and describing the terms via resolution, and then do it. Anything that will get you fired or written up at your job will get you in trouble with trust. You will not survive an IRS trust audit. You got to take notes. You got to think ahead. You got to sit down. You have to write resolutions. You have to review the contract indenture. You have to ask yourself, how can I? You have to get it right, buddy. And you got to do your dance. Because this isn't for the weak. It's not for the weary. I know there's been many times in your life where you wanted something and didn't get it. There's been times in my life where I felt like I deserved it and didn't get it, and I was mad because I didn't get it. But that was my lack of maturity. As I matured through 
experience through knowledge, through living, through interaction with other humans, I realized through nature that nothing is free. And I'm not owed anything. No matter what color of my skin, it doesn't matter what I've dealt with, the abuses I've survived, the people I've lost, the way I've been treated, for whatever reason, doesn't matter. It doesn't entitle me to anything. We got to work. We have to study with great power comes great responsibility. You looking to legally avoid taxes and stay out of federal prison and keep all of the income that you generate through the exchange of your energy in the commercial marketplace? You got to put in that work. You got to make sacrifices. Maybe I can help. Maybe we can help. If you're interested in, in trustee training here at the foundation, email us, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. I will tell you I'm doing, we're in a session right now. And, um, you know, after this session, we're moving to what we got, a different kind of, you know, structure. So I recommend if you, you know, if you if you have the means, if, you know, if you resonate with this information, you might want to email me. Admin at welcometothefoundation.com. You know, get in while you fit in. Things are changing. I almost retired. But even still, you know, uh, this economy is getting bad stuff, you know. We got Fed now. We got coins. It's CBDCs, drones dropping off. Your kitten caboodle. You got the World Economic Forum that says you will own nothing and be happy. They say you will own nothing and control everything. <laughs> they said you will own nothing and be happy. There's a lot of forces, geopolitical, social. And are pushing things in a lot of different ways And if you're anything like me You don't really feel too much in control Until you look at The private trust indenture It's a blessing And you know I can't tell you how much it's changed my life And you know All this is about the foundation I'm just trying to I'm just trying to share my experience, you know, share the love, share the wealth, you know, what they call it. Don't forget where you come from. I used to hear it all the time, especially when, you know, I started <laughs> kind of getting real popular with this music dance and stuff. You know, people used to always be like, don't forget where you came from. And I just took that as them acknowledging like a, a distance between us whether it's in success or, you know, uh, monetary-wise or, you know, status, whatever, it doesn't matter. But ultimately, it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what you do and what you don't do. That's what changes and what separates us. Other than that, we're all the same. We're all equal. Some of us may have different attributes, higher intelligence, quicker muscles. doesn't matter. It's all about what you do, and it's all about what you don't do. So I, I encourage you, hit me up, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Jump in the trustee training, or, you know, at the very least, get the trust primer, get the trust series, and, you know, I, I you know, it will really 
fill in a lot of holes if you have a lot of holes. And, you know, maybe it will allow you to make a more informed decision with regards to whether or not trustee training is for you. But uh, I suggest email us, admin at welcome to the foundation.com and do that dance. Also, May 13th, y'all. May 13th, Atlanta. I'm looking forward to seeing y'all. It's been a minute. It's been like four years since I did an in-person event. I swear it's been like four years. It's 20, yep, it's been like four years since I've done an in-person event. I'm actually looking forward to it, y'all. You know, the Board of Trustees is excited. You know, here at the Foundation, we got a Board of Trustees. Um, you know, can maybe, you know, meet meet a couple of the board members. You know, but, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to say a lot of stuff, you know, I don't say on the air. You know, it's a private, you know, function. I'm taking the gloves off. And we're going to get into the stuff. You know, we're going to get into it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about a lot of things I don't talk about. A lot of things. We're going to have a great time. It's going to be fun. It's going to be wonderful. And it's a great place to meet like-minded individuals, people like us. Because if you're anything like me, Or if you feel anything like me, ain't too many people around me that are on the same things I'm on and and thinking the same things I'm thinking. You know what I mean? So I invite you to come check us out. Admin, I welcome to the foundation for tickets. What is it? Two fifty for one single person, three fifty for a couple. I forgot to say that. Two fifty a person, three fifty a couple. Also. Hit us up, admin at Welcome to the Foundation, if you want to get your hands on one of the exclusive normalized campaign tees. Exclusive. Limited edition. Um, exclusive logo design. I mean, I, I like them. I think they're cold. You know, shout out to Bay Area Gear for, you know, partnering.